Hey everybody, we are privileged to have with us tonight professional touring coach Christopher Williams. Christopher has worked with the likes of Dennis Kudla, Ryan Williams, who's also his cousin, Tennis Sangerin, and is currently working with Tim Smichek. Christopher also worked with and traveled with WTA player Olivia Rogvovska. In addition, Christopher is also the current volunteer assistant coach for the TCU Horn Frogs women's tennis team. Christopher, thanks for joining me tonight. Um, first off, before we get started, where are you at right now? I'm in Dallas, Texas, which is where I live, uh, uh, with my, with my girlfriend here, and so I am, uh, right in the smack dab middle, near downtown, actually in, technically uptown Dallas. Gotcha. How far away from, uh, campus with TCU? Oh, man, on a, with no traffic, it's about 30 minutes, but there, there's always traffic, so it's more like 40, 45. Got it. Okay, so, hey, I want to kind of talk, um, get, get into your background right at the start because you have a very strong tennis family lineage. Um, while you're not directly related to Mike DePalmer, the, the longtime coach at University of Tennessee and also longtime friend of Nick Boletari, there's definitely an indirect connection. Um, kind of talk about your family and how you got involved in, in playing this great sport. probably do not remember a time in your life where tennis wasn't a part of it just because everybody you just mentioned was surrounded by the sport. It's true. It's true. So you, you started your collegiate playing career, you mentioned it briefly, at, at, at Wofford. And I, I'm sure you know, shout out to Wofford right now. There, there's a very good doubles player on tour in Robert Galloway. I know you know um, Robert. Made the second round of the U.S. Open with his partner this past year. Um, he, play, he, he played four years at Wofford. You then transferred to Tennessee. Um, Stating maybe the obvious, but why the change here? Was it just you were meant to be at that school? You're originally from Knoxville. Um, your whole family is is around that area. Talk a little bit about the um, when you decided to make the change to go to Tennessee. Yeah, well, first of all, Robert Robert Galloway is a great guy, um, and Rod Ray, the coach at Wofford, is a, is a great uh, great coach and great person, um, and he does a tremendous job in in creating uh, people that 
that really, uh, you know, they win at life. I mean, he, he's a, a tremendous motivator, and, and I'm very grateful to have spent a lot of time with him. And, and I think Robert feels the same way. I've, I've had the privilege of being around Robert um, on tour, and uh, he's a great guy, and he's put in a lot of hard work. And it's pretty cool to see the things that he's doing. Um, yeah, Tennessee, uh, so two years at Wofford collegiately and then transferred to Tennessee. If you can believe it, I got a little burned out and actually took a, a semester off. Um, and kind of, there were a couple things that led to that. Uh, my sister graduated. She was at Wofford. She graduated. Um, and then her now husband, uh, Andrew Stubbs, he graduated. And then my uh, doubles partner and best friend, George Kernodal uh, of North Carolina, he transferred and I was feeling a little burned out with the tennis, as you can imagine. And I, I transferred. I kind of, it was just a decision that was, I felt a little bit, uh, it was freeing for me to go back home. If, if I wasn't going to be playing tennis, I kind of thought I would reset a little bit. And reset for me meant going back to Knoxville. So I enrolled at Tennessee, um, had a semester where I was not affiliated with tennis, but my longtime friend, uh, Chris Woodruff, sort of gradually pulled me back in. And that spring, that next spring, I was I was a part of the team. Uh, and that was for the better. But uh, that was that was an interesting time for me. But uh, it was uh, it was very positive to sort of go through that. And, um, and in the end, uh, you know, tennis, tennis won out. I was back on the team and then it led into led into the coaching career. So I'm extremely grateful. And I was also able to experience two different collegiate experiences, one with a, a very small school, uh, liberal arts college, and uh, and then one very large SEC school. So that's I think that's pretty neat. Yeah. Unique. Thank you for sharing that. You know, we ask all our guests about their background and how they got involved in the sport. And it's always interesting to see um, no two stories are always the same. And in your case, yeah, while well, you said you were a little burned out, tennis is in your, is in your blood, obviously. And um, it was great to see that, you know, after that break, you got back into it. Obviously, um, you're, still, you're still into it. So let's kind of talk about um, after your playing days were, were, were over, how did kind of coaching fall into to the plans? Was it always something that you saw yourself doing um, or was it something that, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do um, while I try to figure this out. Um, I'll try to stay as a volunteer assistant at Tennessee and kind of see where things go. Yeah, I think that um, <clears throat> that's something that I think quite a few people do. If they have skills in tennis, they end up kind of hanging around the sport a little bit, which which is great. But for me, I, I actually my undergrad degree was in um, – it was in sociology, uh, criminal justice, and I had planned on and kind of had it set up to go to go into um, federal law enforcement. And so at that time, it was either it was either uh, FBI or it was going to be entry level, very entry level FBI, or to be a uh, federal air marshal. Uh, so <laughs> that was uh, apparently some people, and I don't know this for a fact, but some of the some of the people that I had met with told me that was a a pretty quick way to earn your stripes and, and get your security clearance. So I was looking to be an air marshal. <laughs> um, so that, that, that's kind of a fun fact. I'm not really sure I've ever shared that publicly, but, uh, um, Hey, breaking, then, breaking news here on, on yeah, violence and tennis. Huge, um, <laughs> really um, 
I was the, the coaching thing really happened because when I finished my undergrad um, and I did start the masters, I, I knew I wanted to do a masters. I wasn't uh, I wasn't burned out of the school yet, and I wanted to keep going. And so high performance uh, in psychology interested me, so I, I I did that, and then I really was just very lucky because the teams that were uh, the teams that were there between 2010 and 2012 were very good. Um, you had John Patrick Smith, you had Ryan Williams, you had Dennis Sangren, Mateo Fago, Boris Chonkic, Davey Sangren, um, just Matt Brewer, uh, great players that um, were a part of those, those years. And so I had no business coaching these guys. Uh, you know, I just really didn't. And But I just went out there and kind of did it and learned under Sam Winterbottom and Chris Woodruff, and they took me under their wing and, and taught me a lot. And if you're around that high level – and you you are winning championships, and you're at a great institution like Tennessee. It's just hard not to be inspired. And so I kind of decided that I was decent at coaching and communicating and motivating. Um, and I had a all of a sudden I had this great resume of working with these tremendous players. And so I decided to kind of keep going with it. Um, and I didn't know what that meant, but I, I certainly I certainly uh, you know I put myself in that world. Um, so that's awesome yeah I mean you got it you got a roster full of kids like that there's no rush in uh, pushing you out of that situation at all so you're you're in the collegiate atmosphere and then all of a sudden you start to go out and travel and, and tour as a coach what kind of made you switch i know um when when it's family there's certain things that make you you do something but obviously um you had a choice you were very comfortable with what you were doing in the collegiate scene what what gave you kind of the push to go on uh the professional tour and travel well i I remember we had the we had the meeting i had no idea it was coming but uh bob williams my uncle ryan's ryan's dad he he came up and we were uh ryan and i were hanging out at the family farm in uh, Upper East Tennessee, and we we were we were just taking a break. We were kind of having a little vacation and and uh, kind of talking about life. And, and and Bob showed up, and and we we started talking about the possibilities of going on tour with Ryan because he was going to do that. He was good enough to do it. And he had the skills, and he was going to go out and play. And uh, I remember, sort of after getting that informal kind of offer, I. I reached out to my mentors and, and Andres Pedroso, who's now the head coach at University of Virginia. He, he just said, "Hey, look, Christopher, you, you're going to be able to travel and uh, learn about the game of tennis on a global scale," and that resonated with me. And and I I just thought that sounds pretty good. I think I'd like to do that. So I I I went for it. Um, the family aspect did make it um, you know easier as well. I mean. I grew up with Ryan, and, and we were friends from a very young age. We grew up across the street from one another. Our houses were literally across the street, so um, it's an easy thing to say yes to. And so there's a comfort level there, I think, on both sides. Um, so that was, and that was fun. And, and I, I have to thank Ryan. I'm very grateful, um, you know, and the entire family just for supporting us as a duo. And, and a lot of good things came 
uh, from that relationship and that coaching relationship. So I'm very grateful. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, obviously, you only, you only live once, and we have an opportunity to do something like that, and especially, like you said, to learn the sport on a global scale. Um, hard to say no to something like that. And um, you still had all your college coaching connections, so it wasn't like that was going to go away. You were always going to have those connections. So you kind of wear um, multiple hats, and, and coaches do that even when they're just one-on-one with a player. But in your case, it's you're both you were both a professional touring coach and a collegiate coach. So talk a little bit about um, what you enjoyed you know, in, in both of those situations, along with how the heck do you manage that schedule? Well, the, 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 the um, professional coaching is, it is exhausting. Um, it's, and it's a little bit lonely um, on the leadership side, you know, so you basically are making decisions by yourself about your, you know, you're the head coach, you're the assistant coach, you're, you're, you're the mental coach, you're the, sometimes you're the physio. Um, so that part can be, can be tiresome uh, as well as just, uh, you know, 30, 30 plus weeks of travel. Um, the, the time that I've spent at TCU in the last few years, three years, I think to be exact, um, has been extremely rejuvenating. You know, there's, there's an energy on college campuses that is unmatched. Um, and there is, there's team and there's camaraderie and there is a coaching staff that you can bounce ideas off of. And TCU women's tennis has been my sort of my, um, just my, my coaching team <laughs> that I, you know, it, it's me out there. Then I come back home and I'm able to go over there and sort of get rejuvenated and talk to Lee and, uh, and talk to Ben and, and just have a really good relationship there and, and enjoy player development from another, from another side. So it kind of keeps my faith in the sport and, and that's been, that's been very, very fun, but they, they've really credit to them for allowing me to just sort of pop in whenever I can and, and, and help out. That's so great, and you're even seeing more of the team environment in the in the professional sport now. And I was fortunate enough to attend Labor Cup; it was in my hometown this past year. And I mean, you even see from the players how you mentioned the word rejuvenated. I mean, these guys compete against each other week in and week out, trying to beat each other brains out. And to be part of a team, you see how much energy and fun these guys had. And I think we're going down that road um, a little bit more on the on the professional route because there's something to be said about that team aspect, um, especially when you're in an individual sport. You see it in Ryder Cup and golf. You see it in Davis Cup. You definitely see it in Labor Cup. So um, really, really cool. Well, it, yes, and I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to kind of give you a you heard it here first moment, David, um, because uh, this is be the first public platform that I'm announcing this, but uh, come January 1, I'll be I will be starting as the full time assistant for TCU women's tennis. So, an extremely exciting time for me, and uh, and also just massive transition. So, we're we're sort of this platform. We're talking about pro tennis, and we're talking about collegiate tennis. Yep. Um, but we're talking for me personally. We're going to be talking a little bit more college tennis coming up. So. Uh, you know that's that's exciting for me, and I, I just want to make sure I get that in there because I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm extremely pleased with this. I mean, uh, more breaking choice. more breaking news on this podcast. This is unbelievable. Going on. 
Well, well, you guys have heard it first on Beelis and Tennis. This is amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. Best of luck. And um, Big 12 country, you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm University of Kansas grad. I'm also friendly with I'm also friendly with um, with both those coaches. I've had both those coaches on the podcast, the head coach Todd Chapman, assistant Caroline Lilly. So I'm looking forward to um, to seeing those battles. And if memory serves me correct, I'm looking at the Kansas schedule right now. You guys play Kansas and Lawrence on March 31st. That's on a Sunday. I am tentatively scheduled to be in Lawrence. That Friday and that weekend to see matches on Friday and Sunday. So, looking forward to seeing everybody that weekend. That'll be great. See you there. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, cool. Congratulations on that. Um, yeah, thanks. A, a couple things, and and when people um, look at your website, we'll get to where they can find more info on you. But um, you mentioned it before, the mental aspect of tennis a little bit. You received your master's degree in, in kinesiology focus on psychology and motor behavior. Um, you spend a ton of time and have a lot of expertise on that mental side of tennis. Talk a little bit about that and, and what you kind of bring um, to the team and the, and the individual, individual players that you work with. Well, the question for me is really what can you bring? And the thing that I've gotten better at delivering is not not just a blanket um, strategy for and, and blanket delivery of um, mental skills. So I have, and this is actually through inspiration of, of Lee Taylor Walker and Ben Staff at TCU, um, essentially what we want to do with mental skills is we want to we want to input them into the correct area. So if I want to tell you to slow down and take your time, that's fantastic. If I want to tell you to work on your, your breathing skills, that's great. Um, you know, if I want to tell you to work on your visualization, fantastic. But I, I need to be able to tell you when to use those skills in competition. So um, I think that's the most important thing in, in today's um, performance arena. And that and so, you know, because my point that I'm trying to make is, a lot of times practitioners will, will talk about, for example, you know, one skill might be, okay, hey, slow down and take your time here. But slowing down might not be appropriate for all moments in a match, even if you just lost the previous point. So I'm looking at certain score situations and situational point play in practice. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to input these strategies. And so that's, you know, and all of that would really be based on momentum and how the match is going and which way the pendulum is swinging. Um, so that's kind of something that I, I've learned over the years um, because when I came out of the master's program, I was I was super pumped up and I was sort of ready to just give these skills and, you know, just blast out all these skills. Hey, use this, use this, use this. And now I have a better idea of where to actually input these skills in in match play, um, which is important for tennis, uh, and also important just for communicating how important mental skills are, um, because you can you can talk about how you want to deliver mental skills, but if you can't really tell a player when to use it or convince them that it's a good idea because of their heart rate trying to serve for the match at five four, then you don't really have a platform. Um, so, yeah, that's something that's really important to me, and, and something that I've I've learned over the over the 
course of the last uh, really couple of years. Right, and when you you offer different packages depending on the type of student there is, and 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 when you reach out, when you go see Christopher's website, you'll see the type of packages that he does offer. So that's really unique perspective that obviously you bring, and it's so so important because people who know the sport of tennis, I mean, the physical side of it, these guys are so so good, and the margin between winning and losing is could be razor thin, and. Um, any edge that you can bring, that could be the thing that can get you over the hump. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, Sure. And, this, and obviously Jan- January 1 will be, uh, it'll be a little bit different in terms of some of the packages I, I can't offer because of the NCAA regulations. But I, I can assure you that I'm, I'm still passionate about it. And, and, I, and I will say yes, if, if, I can, if I can fit it into my schedule and it, and it is um, compliant with NCAA regulations, uh, that's going to be important. Uh, so, anyway. Got it. So, um, before we, th- this has been great, and thank you for sharing your, your story and, and all the breaking news. This is um, this is pretty cool, at least on, on this platform. Um, but before we wrap up, you know, you and I both have a, a, a couple mutual connections, and especially with, with Jeff Dawson and his brother Connor Dawson, co-founders of um, the really, really cool coaching platform rabbit.com that's r-h-a-b-i-t.com tell us how you got involved in, with it and uh give a couple thoughts on that platform sure um jeff and connor are fantastic i i, I met them i was in tallahassee a few years ago with with uh tim smechek and he he was our uh, mutual connection and and i we we had him over for some dinner and, and they were telling us about the about the platform that they were coming up with and and then Champagne Challenger a couple of years ago I was working with Dominic Kupfer and uh, Jared Hilsick and um, we uh, we went out and filmed you know we, we cut it up and we all did some some takes and, and got some they got some good uh, some good stuff from us and again they were just sort of spending their time you know communicating about the product and we just the way they communicated and and the what they were talking about made us believe in it. Um, we didn't know, but we trusted because you know, we didn't see it yet. When it came out, when when the videos came out, and then the platform showed itself online, um, it was it sort of it was better than I even thought it could be. Um, and I thought it was an extremely unique way to share ideas. Um, and I think you know, not even just for either coaches or players that are looking to to gain something but coaches i mean i was on there i was kind of clicking around wondering what can i learn from some of these other coaches yep. that have done videos I exactly mean, exactly really right stuff on there i i, I was a cheater because I, I already i had a login and i didn't have to pay for anything <laughs> it's not so, just for the players it's for the coaches to learn too and and to me what's so unique about this platform is where on one place can you get some of the best coaches across the country, including several ATP and WTA uh, players from all over the world. I mean, there, there's nothing, right. in my opinion, there's nothing else like this platform out there. And, and to me, um, to see that, uh, there's, there's definitely a need for it. And um, it's such a cool, cool platform. And um, for, for anyone who hasn't been on it, go check it out. You can get a seven-day trial. You got coaches from all over 
the the world on this thing. And and as I said, there's some of the best best in the country, best in the world. Um, Absolutely. So that is really it. To uh, Christopher, thank you again for sharing everything. This was awesome. And and for those who want to learn a little bit more about Christopher, go to his website. It's at cpatwilliams.weebly.com. It's C-P-A-T-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Um, interesting enough, Christopher also did a recent podcast. It wasn't on a Tennis Per Se podcast, but he did a podcast. Um, you can search for it. It's called Compete Every Day. You'll learn a little bit more about Christopher, and it was um, really, really good podcast as well. So go check that out. To you, Christopher, have a great uh, rest of the year, and best of luck in your new en- new endeavors. Um, you know, take it easy when you go down to Lawrence, Kansas a little bit. But other than that... Um, obviously, best of luck in 2019 and, and in your future. David, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon, Christopher. Okay. See ya. Thanks. So there you have it, Christopher Williams. Go check him out on um, social media. You can. He's on Facebook. He's on, uh, he's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. Also, check out his website. Great, great guy. Hope you enjoy, enjoyed this podcast and look for more guests to come. Thank you.